Welcome to Life as a Teacup, a space where authentic journeys are shared through questions, and I guess you could say this is something more than surface level. I'm your host Sands, and on this week's episode, we focus on relatability and truth. So the main question and focus this week is, are we searching for relatability more than we are searching for truth? I guess to start us off, we should probably head into the definitions of what relatability is or what it means to be relatable as well as what truth is and what exactly is true. Let's start off with relatability. Relatability is the quality of being easy to understand or feel sympathy for. It is important as the audience must be able to sympathize with the character's actions. So whether it's a person or someone in a book, listening or consuming, whatever form of medium you're consuming. And relatability is a skill. So that already tells you that in order to be relatable, you have to put this into practice and develop it. Being able to relate, um, the definition of able to relate under the heading of relatability is something that is shown or established to have a casual or logical connection to something. So I guess in a nutshell, when we look at the definition of relatability or relatable, it is the quality or skill of being easy to understand and feel connected to something or someone. When we then look at the definitions of truth and true, Truth is the body of real things, events, facts, and actuality. These are basically things that are true. So, what is the definition of true? It is something that's in accordance to fact or reality, is something that is rightly or strictly called genuine. It is loyal or faithful. It accurately conforms to a standard or expectation of being faithful and it is accurate without variation so if we look at the definition of truth as a whole that we'll be tackling here it's a body of things that are accurately conforming to standard or expectation of something literally looking at these two definitions you can kind of see some overlaps in these definitions but i mean we will explore that as we continue diving into this particular question. So I guess we should go to question two. Which one should you be prioritizing as a Christian? I think we should be prioritizing truth. This doesn't negate the fact that we need to be hospitable or empathetic towards other people who are within the faith or outside. It just means that we lead with love because the truth is God loved us and so the whole basis of this faith is love especially in a culture where being relatable is slowly moving away from the fundamentals of our faith Christianity we have to find a way to speak truth in a way that is loving and graceful I think a stumbling block to this could be the idea that we are tolerating what people are doing or whatever but I don't think that's the case I think it's more so building bridges if it means finding common ground with someone in order to reach out to them and 
um, share the news of Christ with them, then do it. Find a place where you can build the bridges from, but that doesn't mean you stay in that place. So yes, you're building bridges to help that person, but that doesn't mean you then stay there and, I guess, participate in the actions that they're doing or the beliefs or whatever that they're doing. Remember, you are not of this world. You're in it, but not of it. And this should be evident in the way that you live. This kind of leads to the next question. Is there a time and place to be relatable or should truth always be laced into what you say? I don't know. I feel like if you're living authentically in your journey and you're living a spirit-filled life, there's no particular time and there's no particular place to be relatable. If your goal is always to be pleasing God, and your goal is to always um, be leading in love, then that would permeate through what you do. So to answer the question very plainly, no. There's no time and place to be relatable, um, especially if you're living authentically, because that's literally laced into your being. This is how you are. You're not you're basically not pretending because this is how you are in general. But yeah, let's head on to the next question. What's a good way to find balance? And how do I manage to find this balance between speaking truth and being relatable? Again, I think this kind of links to my answer in question three, where if you're living authentically, there's no balance, I feel. But um, I guess to answer this question, I don't know how one finds balance. I actually almost feel as if balance might be the wrong word because as we mentioned like in the definition, being relatable is a skill. And so being able to speak truth while still being relatable in itself is something that needs to be practiced and developed. I think it almost boils down to muscle memory. The more that you do it, the easier it becomes, the more it gets laced into who you are and how you communicate. And so I guess I've got a couple verses that I could lean on to get this across. The first thing that I usually do is I aim to lead in love and remember to be hospitable. Even, even if people are doing the most or it's an argument or whatever, the goal is to be hospitable because you don't know what that interaction could actually breed, where that could take them in their lives or impact you further. Um, there's always something that you can learn from that. And so I kind of lean on Hebrews 13:2 that tells us to be hospitable because you don't know whether you're interacting with an angel or whether this interaction with someone could actually be pivotal. For them and so you always want it to be a positive experience i guess so what's a good way to be balanced or to create this muscle memory i think it's it boils down to being authentic being hospitable being willing to learn but also doing everything from a place of love 1 john 4 tells us that god is love so if your goal is always to be leading in love I feel like in those interactions that you have with other people, your actions and the way that you speak will, one, reflect God's love for them, but also 
Secondly, emphasize the grace that's already been given to you. If you're leading from a place of love, even in a relatable conversation or scenario, you'll always be in that sweet spot between being relatable and being able to tell people the truth. I read somewhere that without the Spirit of God, no one can evidently claim that Jesus is Lord. And so I think this question also brings emphasis on discernment. If you're living a spirit-filled life, then I feel like you will know or at least be able to sense where you need to lean harder on one or the other. And I guess that emphasizes your need for the spirit in the pursuit of being relatable while still speaking truth, or rather speaking truth with a bit of relatability in it. Now, I know I've been emphasizing on your speech and how you speak to other people, interact with other people, but I also believe that your lifestyle is evident of whether or not you're living a life that's more so relatable than one that's led by truth. So if your walk is weak, then your talk will probably be weak too, because you yourself don't even believe the convictions that you're trying to make other people believe. Like, it's evident in the way that you live. So make sure that there's consistency in that. I just think, like, how will people know the truth if you don't tell them and show them? Um, Faith without works is dead. So if you're saying you have this faith, why are your works? Why is the way that you're living out your life not adding up to what you say? And so John 13, 35 tells us that by this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. This is Christ speaking to us about loving other people. I don't think this just is limited to your words. I also think this is limited, well, this is inclusive of your actions as well. So it's saying, I love you by being consistent. So in that it's saying like, I love you, so I won't do something that's contrary to what I say or believe, just in case it becomes a stumbling block to you. And I don't want you to stumble. So it's that love where it's like, I'm gonna be consistent because I don't want you to stumble. And then it's also, I love you, and so I'm going to correct you in a way that affirms you as an image bearer, but also helps you be driven to change. This is not a love that's condemning. This is one that corrects in love. This is also saying, I love you, so I will listen to you and grant you the space to feel whilst also exercising wisdom in how I will respond to you. Because again, I don't want you to fall away. I don't want you to stumble. And I also don't want you not to receive salvation if this is you speaking to someone who's not a Christian. These are all ways that we show love. And I feel like leading in love when it comes to the conversation of relatability versus truth allows you to be consistent, to correct in love, but also to listen and allow people to express themselves as well. So to end off this episode, I think I would just sum it up by saying, walking out what you say and saying what you believe is an act of love. I believe that this pursuit for authenticity and consistency 
helps you find the balance or I guess build the skill or the ability to be relatable while still telling people the truth. So in this balancing act of truth versus reality, I think it's key to let God always reveal and expose the outcome of every work or every interaction and this is done through discernment. So I guess to end this whole episode off, I'll have a checkpoint question for you to think and ponder on for yourself. Is the way that you live consistent with what you say and what you believe? Cool. Thank you so much for staying and listening to this episode. We can connect on Instagram at Life is a Teacup. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.